0: This is AJ Fox. Welcome to this special edition of the West Egg Sales Show. Good morning, good afternoon, and welcome back to this special edition of the West Egg Sales Show. This week, we're going to depart from our regular format and take advantage of an opportunity to learn a lesson from our American politicians. Over the past two weeks, the two major parties have held their conventions, the Democrats last week and this week, finishing up last night, the Republicans. And there's a lesson to be learned in American politics that applies to salesmen. So I wanted to take this opportunity while it's fresh to share it with you because it's something that I believe is gonna make a, a big impact and it's something that we may not always recognize. Most of the politicians that we've seen on both sides of the aisle, and let me say that it doesn't matter to me which side of the aisle you find your political leanings because we're salesmen and it's about our profession, not about our politics. And what happened on both sides, both last week and this week, came down to one simple thread that both shared in common, and that was name-calling whether it was racist or radical, whether it was liar or incompetent, what it all boiled down to more than anything that both parties shared in common was the name calling, the name calling of the people on the other side. And I'm a reformed name caller myself. I can tell you that as a child, I grew up with a big brother, and I mean a big, big brother. My older brother was about six feet tall when he was 13 years old. And at that time I was nine. I don't even think I was five feet tall. So when you've got a big brother who's that much bigger, you tend to be on the losing end of fights, arguments, disagreements, and just about anything that goes on inside the house and outside the house. So what I resorted to not being able to stand up and put my dukes up with my brother or wrestle, with my brother, I resorted to name calling. And I thought I was hilarious because, well, it just seemed so funny to me because there was little else I could do, I called my brother names. Now I was nine years old, most of the names were silly, but it's all I could do. What I didn't realize is that I was doing that because I was weak and he was strong. I was afraid, I didn't really know how to deal with the situation. So I resorted to name calling. That was not a good thing. In fact, my name calling got to be such a bad habit that our mother instituted a penalty against me that every time I called my brother a name, I had to drop a quarter in a piggy bank that she set in the kitchen, on the kitchen counter. It didn't matter what time of the day or night, my mom always seemed to hear me when I called my brother a name, and she would tell me Andrew John put a quarter in the bank and that habit also became for a nine-year-old a pretty expensive one but I say that to say it still goes on today in our in our political discourse we're finding that those who are supposed to be the best and brightest our country's leaders they too resort to name calling now it may work at some level and I will say that politicians at some level need to be salesmen. But salesmen don't don't need to be politicians, and we certainly don't need to behave like them. Even on these grand national stages, the name calling went on. And like I said, I'm a reform name caller. It was all very familiar to me. I understood why they did it. I just don't agree with it. It's not a good thing to do. It's not a good thing to do in business, not a good thing to do in life is not a good thing to do in sales. Now, we may not resort to obvious name calling, but when we say negative things about our competitors or about their products, it's not healthy for us. Even if what we say is 100% right and our competitors are 100% wrong, the fact that we are saying ugly things about them or their product is going to splash back on us. It happens that way in life and it happens that way in business. It certainly happens that way in sales. If you want to succeed the right way, you're going to talk about your product, your service, yourself, your company, not run down the competition. And so I think it's important to take away this name-calling business from our political conventions and remember that that's a part of the same bad habit. It's something that, again, comes out of weakness and fear, much like it did for me when I was nine years old. and happens today to salesmen. When they're not confident about their product, they run down the other product. They're not confident about their company, they run down the other company. Now, they might not do it directly in front of a customer, might be smart enough not to do that, but they'll still do it amongst themselves and in their general uh, business dealings, day in and day out, and so again, the takeaway from our American politics to be careful of name-calling or anything like it. Keep in mind there'll be a backlash whether we like it or not. And another thing I want to bring up now is to always be your best self in public and in private. Because as salespeople we're not in a profession that, that has tremendous high regard across the board in the first place. I don't know of too many kids that grow up saying, one day I'll be a salesman, and when they're very little, they may want to be a fireman or a football player, and as they get older, they might, might want to be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer, but very rarely do you find someone that wants to become a salesman uh, one day in their life. So we're dealing with that. In fact, the proof of that comes in, in many industries where the term salesman was discarded years ago because so many found the term salesman distasteful, new names started coming up like account executive, business development, account representative, all kinds of names to get away from the word sales and the title salesman. Well, I believe that our profession is as strong as the people in it and is as honorable as the people in it. You can take your title, as you wish. I mean a lot of times you do want to be different than your competition and I'm not saying that we should all just call ourselves salesmen because there are certain levels within our profession and business development sometimes a little bit different than sales. So I don't want to have that argument necessarily but I want to point out that our behavior in public and private is extremely important and it's what's going to differentiate us from our competitors just in its very nature so when you're always your best self in public and in private you're never going to worry about something that you say or do coming back to haunt you because out in the world we never know when we're going to be introduced to someone who may be an intro sponsor or a business sponsor or maybe even a customer right there at the next table at dinner so because we are always having opportunities around us, that's a blessing, but we have to remember that the way we behave out in the world and in private also is going to reflect upon our success. So what we want to do is take a lesson from these politicians and as many do's and don'ts as we find here, there and everywhere, I think from politics these last two weeks, the biggest takeaway for us in the sales profession was a don't and I'm sorry to say that that's that's what it's come to these are certainly uh, strange times we're living in but the one thing that I think I said before on the podcast is people will they'll forget what you said they'll forget what you did but they'll remember how you made them feel and this is part of that I'm going to take a quick break and then come back with our second segment in just a moment Alright, welcome back to the show as this is a special edition we're going to continue in our departure from a regular format and this week I want to share with you three movies that you might want to check out over the weekend. They are of course about salesmen and I've seen each one of them several times. I found them to be inspiring and cautionary and overall very entertaining because there just aren't that many movies about salespeople, that's for sure. So these aren't going to be reviews, I'm certainly not a movie critic, but I think especially in in these trying times we we need to to take a break from all the turmoil and tumult going on around us and disappear for a couple hours into a good movie. The first movie I want to recommend is one that many of you have probably already seen and I'm I'm sure that uh, if you haven't you've certainly heard of it and that's Wall Street. Wall Street starring Charlie Sheen and Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas as the Gordon Gecko character and Charlie Sheen as Bud Fox. Wall Street was, I believe, 1987, if I'm correct, and it was one where you got a real inside view at the life of a salesman. Even though it was done in a montage, what we saw Bud Fox, the salesman, going through was the cold calling. He had just mounds and mounds of computer paper with phone numbers to cold call, and his day was a lot of cold calling. Now, like I said, it was done in a montage, but as salespeople, we'll recognize that part of our life. And then, of course, when he finally lands a call with Gordon Gecko after calling him 53 days in a row and wanting to be a player, that does remind me of a lesson that my grandfather taught me many many years ago he said, Andrew John it only takes one. Now, In Bud Fox's case that one was Gordon Gecko, and that led to a whole lot of other adventures that I'll leave for you to see in the movie. But certainly Wall Street is one of my three movies that I recommend to salespeople and it is uh, very entertaining. I think it's uh, just as much cautionary as inspirational and I believe you'll really enjoy it. So check it out this weekend. The second movie that probably not as many of you have heard of, it's called Glengarry Glen Ross. It stars Al Pacino, uh, Ed Harris, uh, the late great Jack Lemon, and they're real estate salesmen. I'll point out that one of the best sales speeches you, you may hear, it's uh, funny and inspiring, is delivered by a character played by Alec Baldwin. It's in the very early moments of the movie and it's really really quite a shocker you've got to take it with a grain of salt and I wouldn't say that uh, I'd want anyone to actually be like that in real life but as salespeople we know an exaggeration when we see one but Glengarry Glen Ross is a a definite check out for those in the sales profession these guys grinding it out in their business and one thing that I want to point out as as a lesson to be learned there is these guys are all dependent on leads the Glengarry leads especially. Their complaints and I'm not giving away the plot of the movie but just a little bit of of the context. Their complaints were about their leads being weak and that's why the West Egg Sales Company teaches you how to create your own leads to be your own marketing department So I think those of you that have uh, either taken a class with me or listened to an earlier episode of the West Egg Sales Show will understand that I don't think I would have ever find find myself identifying with any of the characters in Glengarry Glen Ross too much because they were reliant on being fed leads. And I believe that the best salespeople in the world are ones that can create their own leads. But again, check out Glengarry Glen Ross. As movie number two for the weekend. And the last one I want to leave you with is the most recent, and it's probably also the most unrealistic, but it is certainly entertaining, and that's the movie Boiler Room, starring Giovanni Rabisi. And the reason I say unrealistic is because there are certain scenes where the sales process is is made out to be something so slick and simple and they cheer but if you've ever actually worked in sales you know that that rarely if ever and i'll go so far as to say never happens that's a a scene featuring vin diesel and if you watch the movie you'll know which scene i'm speaking of but boiler room again it's a cautionary tale it's again in the financial world it's pretty slick there are some, some great scenes, again another speech, like I pointed out, the Alec Baldwin speech from Glengarry Glen Ross, in Boiler Room there is a brief speech delivered by Ben Affleck in Boiler Room, and you'll, you'll definitely say again that's a bit of an exaggeration and I hope we don't really meet people like that, but you'll get a good chuckle and I know that you'll find the film entertaining for sure. So again, that's uh, movie number three of the three I recommend for your weekend viewing, if you can possibly find the time, Wall Street, Glengarry, Glen Ross, and Boiler Room. So that's going to wrap it up for this special edition of the West Egg Sales Show. It's It's a short episode this week. I hope you all are doing well in your sales careers wherever you may be. I wish you all the best, and thanks for listening to the West Egg Sales Show. (music) you <music>